Hey everyone, my online course on the rehabilitation of the fitness athlete with Dan Pope is on sale this week. If you want to work with higher level fitness athletes and help people get back into the gym after an injury, this is the course for you. Head to MikeRandall.com slash fitathlete to learn more and sign up this week. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show, we talk about when we perform arm care, we talk about the influence of the thoracic spine on the shoulder, and we talk about how we use muscle energy techniques. The Ask Mike Reynolds Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Welcome back, everybody, to the Ask Mike Reynolds Show. We're up in Boston at Champion PT Performance. Lenny McCrina, Dave Tilly. Dave Tilly. Hiya. Uh, Dan Pope and Mike Scuduto. <laughs> we are all here to answer your awesome questions related to PT, fitness, sports, performance, anything like that. We have a couple of, of stupendous, stupendous Stu. physical therapy students from here. We have Woody from Toy Story. I just yes. feel like it. I love it. Now, Woody from next, Toy Story is a terrible nickname. It's fantastic. <laughs> Brooks Clyde from UNLV. The best movie ever made. And then we have uh, Johnny. Johnny raised. The LaRue. I like that one. Johnny raised the LaRue. 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 Doesn't roll off the tongue. But Buzz Lightyear from Kelly Clarkson. Oh, I didn't mean to say that. From, from Clarkson University yeah, in New York. Sorry. sorry. I love Kelly Clarkson. Sorry. Take it away, Buzz. Sorry. That was unintentional. I like it. What are you going to take this? Who was going to take this? All right, Woody. Whoa. Buzz was not prepared. <laughs> Strike one. Come in. Come in. Jeremy from San Antonio. Mike, I've recently gone through your developing elite pitching performance online program. My questions are, one, how often do you have players perform their arm care per week? Two, how does their arm care implementation change between preseason, in-season, off-season? And three, when in their workout are they performing their arm care pre- or post-workout? Squeeze a lot of yeah, that. What's his name? What's the name again? This is Jeremy from San Antonio. Jeremy, that you snuck in three, you little <laughs> devil. You. Look at you sneaking in three. I feel, like those, I feel like those three go together, though. So um, how many times per week? With arm care, number one. That's a good question. So, in our we had we had a new online program from our seminar that we did around here on how we develop pitching performance, and we talk a lot about arm care. So that's but that's a good one, right? And the reason why we don't go over all these specifics is it changes. So arm care uh, per week, I would say we probably do arm care two to three times per week in the off season, depending on how much strength and stability you may need, but at least two. And we have several people doing three if they really need it, or if we don't have as much time. If you start in the off season and we have plenty of time, we'll do one or two times a week, you know, et cetera. So there's lots of factors in here. I think that's why these aren't clear answers. In the season, we always do it twice a week. We try to like try to always be consistent with our arm care a couple times a week to do all the exercises and the mobility stuff. So that's how many times a week. How does it change in season, off season? Well, it's just like everything else. Like we period period periodize. Tough one. I, don't, I don't know why. We periodize sounds funny though um, the stress applied to the body right so in the season you're doing a lot of throwing you're doing a lot of pitching you're getting a lot of stress we certainly don't want to compete with that with a lot of other things so we do more of like a maintenance program like a maintenance weight with our arm care but in the off season it's about performance enhancement and building so in the off season we'll build that more so the focus isn't really do we do it or don't do it it's just how much Aggressiveness. I don't know if that's the right word either, but uh, you know, how intense does the program get? And then what was the last one? 
And then when in the workout are they performing their arm care for your post workout? So I've always, so when do we do it in the program? I've always done it before. We do it before we do this. It's more of like a skill based thing, right? It's more of like a finesse thing. So what we don't want to do is completely fatigue out the body either in a workout or in a game, right? And then do your arm care program. So we do it beforehand, we do it before our lifts in the gym, the off season, and then we do it before the games, right? You're not gonna it's not gonna impact your game, but doing it after the game I think is completely worthless. I think you you know it's like running a marathon and coming in and doing some sprints. Like it's just you're so tired, so gassed, you get nothing out of it. So we always do it beforehand. Um, to kind of answer your question. If you're trying to time that, I would just do it before practice, right? Maybe not a game for some of the kids. It depends on what level you're working with, but Awesome. All right, we nailed that one. Nailed it. What's next? Yeah. <laughs> next. <laughs> next question is uh, Chuck from New Zealand. Great podcast, guys. Can you explain the relationship between decreased thoracic spine slash rib mobility and restricted shoulder mobility? All right, relationship between the thoracic spine and ribs. I like how he threw that in there. Mm. And shoulder mobility. You want to start with that, Dan? What's the relationship between the T spine and the shoulder? All right, so um, I, the easiest thing that I like to to talk about is thinking about your, like a grandmother who has very rounded upper back, try to bring your arms overhead. You don't have as much range of motion. My so grandma you can, doesn't look like that. Well, your grandma's <laughs> obviously great mobility. Was, yeah, <laughs> great yeah. But anyway, um, if your thoracic spine doesn't extend, the ribs attach to the thoracic spine and the shoulder blade takes a contour of the ribs. So if you can't extend from your thoracic spine, then what you can't get is good posterior tilt of the scapula. So if you can extend from the thoracic spine, you put the rib cage in good position so you can posteriorly tilt the scapula, that points the socket more upward and you can get more overhead range of motion because of that. So if you don't have the extension, then you don't have the rib position, you can't move the shoulder blade as much. So awesome answer. Well delivered. I feel like we we just try to do a whole episode where it's just one person answers each question because that was perfect, right? Yeah. do do the I'll give you that little that little game we play right but do do the slouch completely bad in your chair and raise your arms and see how it feels right you're limited in range of motion it hurts a little bit it just doesn't feel great then sit up super tall extend your thoracic spine and lift your arms up it feels completely different so it's good everybody's everybody's doing it <laughs> so we all did it anybody limited anybody yeah. feel good flex no, definitely not. Right, so <laughs> so I think that's the best way. That's the way to drive home and completely yeah, understand it. But but Dan nailed it. So Buzz, what do you what do we got? Raymond from Providence. Thanks for all the help through the podcast, guys. My question is with respect to the use of muscle energy techniques. Can they be used for both strengthening as well as to improve overall range of motion? Thanks. All right, muscle energy for improvements in strength and range of motion. How many people use muscle energy here? Yeah. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, I do. I think it's just contract relax, right? Yeah. You can kind of argue that. Uh, Leon Chateau has an excellent book that may give you kind of like more variations of muscle energy you can do, but essentially contract relax. So, all right, so if it's contract relax, which I think that's how we would uh, mildly call it, I think we all use it for range of motion, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Makes sense? Yeah. So you get some reciprocal inhibition, you know, the agonist versus antagonistic activation of the muscles makes sense. What about for strength? I think by definition, doing a contract relax is like a low level, like 10% tight push. So I can't imagine going to get a lot of strength gains by a 10% effort of the muscle. Has anyone ever used muscle energy for strength? I don't know if it's still muscle energy, but like end range isometrics. I've done some of that with more naturally mobile population. That helps a lot. 
I don't know if it's getting strength though. You know, it's a pretty high. I don't know if that's muscle forward. energy though. That's what I mean. I don't know what. It's an isometric. That, that's like usually yeah. called a radiation. I don't know what that's called. Super. It's like P and FE. What's it called? A radiation. It is. Yeah. Isn't that what a light bulb does? What's a radiation? <laughs> that's illumination. <It's> nuclear. <laughs> radiation <laughs> is like place. overflow of neurological from a distal joint. Whoa. All right. Uh, Sounds good. Right. Yeah. Nobody else <laughs> learned that in school? I'm I'm mean, probably. It's like when you like definitely pay attention to that cat on I don't so I don't I would say I don't I don't I don't even know anybody that uses muscle energy for strength. But one thing you could say if muscle energy helps increase your mobility and then you strengthen in that new range, then I think that's a that's a great tandem, right? That's something we would definitely do and put together. So uh, I think muscle energy is part of the equation, but I, I wouldn't say just doing muscle energy is going to get you stronger. But I think we all do it for mobility, though, right? So yeah. pro muscle energy. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Leon. Uh, any anybody else? Is that good? Right? Nice. Was that three? Whoa! What an episode. Thank you so much, guys. We appreciate it. Uh, head to microround.com. You can click on the podcast link and ask us some questions. Ask us anything you want: PT, fitness, sports, performance, business, anything in between. Whatever you guys want to talk about, we'll answer your questions. There's some good stuff, so keep them coming. Head to iTunes or Spotify, rate, review, and subscribe, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to microround.com/podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us. Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at MikeReynolds.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.